hello and welcome to a special a bonus uh, whatever episode we're gonna figure that out of the bleeding metal podcast i am pia she her and i am here together with my co-host kiki hello hi there today we're gonna talk about an album that we both listened to and yeah just share opinions about it our plan is to do that monthly not only about albums um, also about a movie or ser series or whatever uh, games maybe <laughs> so mm -hmm. send us your suggestions if you want us to talk about something and if we can say something about it we might do that today we talk about the the upcoming or when the episode is out, the album will be out already, I think, about the Xandria album, The Wonders Still Waiting. That's an album that is just um, a new release, but we also will talk about albums that are older, but that are special to at least one of us for, I don't know, whatever reason, and let you know what we think about it, why this might be so special for us. And uh, Did I forget something, Kiki? I think that's all we have planned for these bonus episodes that we will be having as, uh, yeah, as you said, as a monthly additional thing to our usual episodes. We are happy to have a little bit more content to share with you all, and we don't want to keep you awaiting. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive into it. Yes. Before we talk about the album itself, just a few facts. The Wonder Still Waiting will be released or has been released on February 3rd. Uh, today is January 27th. So <laughs> if it sounds a bit weird when I talk about the future, then it's my future and your past. I'm sorry. Um, it's the first album since Theater of Dimensions that has been released in 2017. And the interesting thing is that more or less after the release or after the tours for that release, there have also been no social media activities uh, until May 2022. So uh, the band was kind of on hold. They parted ways with their vocalist, Janne van Giersbergen, and they had the Avarium vocalist, Eva Morel, as a guest performer or, yeah, for, for the tour, basically. We also talked with Avarium about that, and they said that It's not the plan that Eva will be the new Xandria singer. And yeah, um, it turned out that is true because now they have new band members besides the mastermind Marco Heubaum. All band members are new. Yes. And if you want to dive to dive more deeply into Xandria's history, you can listen to our Metal and High Heels band special episode about Xandria and all their history, all their discography. We discussed it in detail. And that is where you can <laughs> hear about their beginnings in 97 and uh, how the band developed up to 2017. The last album which you were mentioning, Pia, with Diane van Giersbergen from Ex Libris was a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. That album was incredible. It was very theatrical and uh, Diane's voice was just really, really perfect for it. After that happened, I was very curious how they would top that album and how the sound of the band would grow. And mm -hmm was really sad news when Diana left the band. There was a lot of drama. 
the band itself went silent. I remember trying to uh, get an interview with them back in 2017. It was the end of 2017, but we just couldn't go inside. And afterwards, there was, yeah, just this radio silence. And completely out of nowhere, like last year, they started posting these teasers and new graphics and sounds. And then the singles started coming up. And we learned that uh, the only member from the previous lineups was founding member uh, Marco that had stayed. And he was always not only the band's founder, the name of the band was his, came from his mind. It was the typical quote-unquote mastermind stereotype from a band, right? He was the one who started it. It was his concept. And so it made sense that he wanted to keep it alive, even if the people around him were not in it anymore. So he makes Andrea come back alive. And with this whole new lineup, a very international lineup as well, with musicians we don't really know. I actually don't know them. I think... Mm -hmm. Maybe one of them? Let's drop their names, I'd say. Yes. So uh, on vocals, there is Ambre Furfahis. Guitar is Robert Clavon. Bass, Tim Schwarz. And on drums, Dimitrios Gatsios. And of course, um, the the other guitar is still Marco Heubaum, as we said before. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, he's responsible not only for the guitars, but also for a lot of the composition mm -hmm. and lyrics and more of the concept, uh, conceptual, lyrical part of the of the music. Yes. So from the names you just said, uh, they were all new to me. I don't think, uh, I think maybe one of them has a previous band <laughs> in the metal <laughs> scene. <laughs> the good thing is also, and this is a teaser for our next episode, we already have an interview scheduled with Marco and Ambre, and um, we're going to talk to them for our next podcast episode. And then we can probably ask these questions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I can tell you that Tim Schwarz is also in Hardbone, and Dimitrios Gatsios is part of Stahlmann. That's a band from Germany. When they go on stage, they are all painted in silver. So I know that band right. at least. Right. Rob Clavon is also part of All the Fiddle, and he was in Poised and in Keyland. If that is a band that you know, then now you know. Not at all. Stahlmann, yes, that one, that one, Stahlmann, I have heard of. Mm -hmm. um, but I've never listened to their music or really seen them live or anything. Mm -hmm. What I'm thinking about now is when they exchanged singers or bass players before, the new musicians or the new members also weren't famous already mm -hmm. back then you know it wasn't like a complete completely new lineup so it was i don't know made sense maybe the wrong replacement at a time yeah 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 yeah. exactly even if the previous or the first singer lisa mittelhofer left her then husband was still part of the band that is true that is 13 years ago <laughs> wow That's how time passes mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay shall we talk about the album yes First of all, there are 13 tracks on the album. Some of them have already been released as a single. And as I said before, it will air on February 3rd or has been aired on February 3rd. 
there is no song that is under four minutes. So the duration mostly is between five and seven minutes. And my first impression was that, yes, they stay in symphonic metal. And also the band's image stays the same. So if you see a pic of the band, <laughs> yeah. there's also one member with a pirate style. And we had that before with um, the previous member. So I was thinking, okay, are there two members of the old lineup still so um they didn't change their image at all so that it, it's still Sandria. it's not that they started anew and changed their style and everything so um fans of the band will also uh, be happy with this album i think it's recognizable for sure and i think that also compares to their sound Mm -hmm. Because as you said, their image, the logo even, the logo didn't change at all. Some of the the colors, the, the way they pose in the pictures, it's Xandria. It's the Xandria look. And that's exactly how it translates to the sound. It's Xandria. Or at least you can recognize their signature sound that they established in the past three albums. Mm, especially Reborn and the title track sound a lot like the old Xandria. Yes. Of course, Ambra has a completely different voice. Well, her vocals have an impressive range from uh, deep to high. She has really beautiful operatic highs, but also this very bright and um, clear chest voice. And if I'm not mistaken, she also does harsh vocals, yes. which I think you can hear in the song Ghosts. The songs that are a bit uh, later on the album, um, there are also some more screams. Mm -hmm. You know that I like death metal, so <laughs> I yeah. like that a lot. But still, um, there are growls, yes, uh, some more than on previous albums. I don't know, to be honest, how uh, how much they involve that in their sound. But it's also not too much. It's more like effects and mm -hmm. some strophe or, yeah. But it's not that Xandria turned into a gothic metal band or even into death metal or something like that. It's no, just a, no, no. A, a nice addition to their sound. Yeah. Well, actually, in their very beginning, in one of their first albums, back when they were still gothic metal, because that's how they started, mm -hmm. Lisa Middelhaufe actually does some growls in Snow White, for example, the song Snow White. And then after that, that was... Never. Maybe there's another song from back then that features harsh vocals. But after that, they completely cut that away from their uh, recipe. And then when Lisa left, they made this very conscious choice to go into the purely operatic vocals with Manuela and later with Diane. And so it's it's really interesting to me that they are bringing that back that all of a sudden uh, they have this singer who can not only do the the operatic and also the more belty, poppier stuff, but also the death metal almost screams. And that is really cool. It did, and we've had this conversation before, you and I, Pia, it did remind me of us talking about younger women in metal trying to do it all or wanting, aiming to do it all, to be able to do the 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 cleans, the harshes, and the cleans also with the operatic uh, stuff as well, which for me as a singer is also a, a challenge, appealing, you know, it's, it's, if it would be really cool to be able to do it all, right? Uh, but also, I don't know, do we look at 
male singers the same way. And I, <laughs> and I know everybody by now is thinking, God, do we really have to take on the feminist lens again? But uh, I try yes. to take on the feminist lenses mm -hmm. every time I can. And I think of singers like Matifi from Trivium, for example. He, after ruining his voice, doing uh, harsh vocals without the proper technique, he started to learn to, to sing both cleans and distorted vocals. And now he does both really, really well. And his clean vocals are amazing. But we would never expect him to also start learning opera to be able to do that. Let me do a hot take. Mm -hmm. I'm thrilled to hear your opinion on that. We are used to female vocalists when they are in a band that they can do it all. It's common for us that you might have two male singers, one for the clean vocals and one for the growls and stuff. I see that very often, especially in metalcore, that you have two vocalists. Right. I hardly mm -hmm. ever see that in bands with a female singer. And when that is the case, then the female singer is just, quote unquote, in addition to the sound. Yeah, true. Or... She's also the keyboard player. I agree on what you said before. <laughs> yeah. And it is, it, to me, it relates to this uh, double standard from mm -hmm. any professional career, right? In, in other industries, women are also expected to do uh, much more work in order to be compared or to be seen as equally uh, skilled or equally capable as a man. So for me, it's this applied double standard. And, and as I said, yeah, to be as a, as a personal challenge, as a personal resolution to think, Hey, I want to be able to do it all. It's great. And it's amazing. We just shouldn't expect that. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't become the standard that we want every new female vocalist to be a Cornelia Plant or a Marcella Bobbio, or in this case, an Ombre Fouvaris. Uh, And going back to Xandria, but also doing a bit of a of another connection. In my short list, I just named a few female singers who can do it all. And of course, Flor Jansen from Nightwish can also do it all. And There are a lot, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And sadly, we don't hear her uh, growl and scream on Nightwish while she did that really well on her old bam band Revamp. Oh, wait. <laughs> yes let's see when we come back to the album Xandria <laughs> has always been seen as the German copy of Nightwish and maybe this is something that makes them outstanding that they have the growls now <laughs> that's exactly where I was going because I think it's actually I don't think they've ever said it but it's been a thing the fans say about Xandria Xandria wants to be Nightwish. Mm -hmm. Xandria wants to emulate that sound. So to me, the Wonder Still Waiting really sound like Nightwish with a bit of screams. Mm -hmm. And of course, the whole um, Xandria has always had these oriental sounding melodies in the orchestration. And that part of the Xandria's signature sound is still there. But to me, They have gone a little more into the older Nightwish direction while keeping their, their core sound and adding Ambrose's individual unique tone and screams. And mm -hmm. otherwise, honestly, it's nothing new. I disagree on the fact that they sound like 
Nightwish does now with the additional screams because for me Nightwish always went more and more into the the orchestral sound and um, Xandria here takes a step back so for me the whole album is more metal I'd say and it focuses less on the orchestra and the choir mm. I would say that uh, they they maybe looked back in their history or yeah were thinking about do we really need all this all this massive sound from the orchestra and from the choir or can we do something that puts the metal instruments more in focus again so that's how it sounds to me <laughs> all right i can still hear some of the imaginarium type mm -hmm. of elements so that's that's my comparison as well I have some notes for some of the songs, um, some additional notes. So um, I spotted a really cool guitar riff in Illusion in Their Name that I found really, really cool. Ooh. There are two ballads. I want to go deeper into one of them, but the second one, Scars, I wouldn't have needed that one on the album. So one ballad would have been enough for me. And I also don't like the operatic ending of Mirror of Time. So that was a bit... Like um, Ambre didn't sing so many lines with the uh, in the operatic style. It's more mm -hmm. um, rock vocals to me, and uh, that was like, oh, I can do that too. <laughs> Look, I'm also mm -hmm. a good operatic singer. So for me, that that was a bit on top. But when I listen to the ballad, your stories, I remember our stories. I'll remember. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. uh, I looked up the lyrics. And that, that gave me the impression that maybe this is a farewell song for the former members. Yes! Yes! <laughs> I was thinking the exact same. I <laughs> I also had the thought, is the ballad meant for the former singers, for the former members in general, or for the concept of the band itself? I mean, it is a new era of Xandia. It is a, a new start for them a fresh start for them is this really their farewell to the 21st years of xandria and are they starting with a clean slate and and trying to make this new life they're starting last well they first came up with the singer reborn as i said to me that sounds a lot like the Xandria sound that we're used to. Yeah, that speaks against my theory. Yeah. Exactly. If it would be a completely fresh start, there would be a little more growth and development in their sound. Mm -hmm. And that is, spoilers, <laughs> I'm cutting to the end of my opinion about this record. It's, it's actually pretty good. But we've also, or I personally, we've all grown. In the six years where Xandria was doing nothing, or five years, six years, six years, where Xandria was doing nothing and was putting out nothing. Uh, we also listened to a lot of other <laughs> bands, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> we have changed. I need, for them to impress me, it would have to be metalcore. Uh, a bigger change. Metalcore. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily, but I don't know, go a little more into the prog direction. What I loved, what I used to love about symphonic metal was the crossover between classical music with orchestra and, and heavy metal. And 
that's been done for so many decades now that I need for some more spice in in there. I, I need for something new, something more. I don't know. Mm, I found that <laughs> surprisingly refreshing <laughs> to have a, a pure symphonic metal album like this because, as you said, mm -hmm. bands evolved their sound. Uh, we discovered new bands our taste in music also changed slightly and so this was like listening to something that i was a big fan of many many years ago it mm -hmm. was a bit like uh, coming home and i think for some people it will be a kind of an anchor something that they also can use like oh well um, we have all these new styles that come into the music that i'm listening to the bands that i like they all um, have influences from I don't know, uh, prog from, they add gent to the guitar style. They have growls. They go, they, they sound more modern. They, um, evolve their sound so that they, they are more clicked on music, uh, listening platforms and stuff like that. So maybe that's also something where people say, well, this is the, the traditional thing that I like, that I need at the moment. And mm -hmm. for me, it's an album that leaves me behind also with positive thoughts. It's an album that wants to say, yes, everything seemed fucked in this world and this world is all we have, but we should be thankful for, for all the good things and make the best out of it. So that's also uh, what the title says, the wonders still awaiting. So if we also look at the lyrics, they are very down to earth and they also criticize what's going on in our world. Maybe not so directly like we know it from punk bands, but still you can read it in the lyrics. But still, True, this album yeah. for me has an euphoric mood. So there is this spirit of optimism. And I want to quote from the last track, um, Asteria, that is the longest song where also Ambre sings some lines in Greek. Two, exactly, two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all that we've left behind, all that we've lost in the flames, our legacy will stay alive only if we can change war into peace and hate into seeing that we all are one. And I think that's very beautiful. I agree. That's true. Yes. And I agree with, uh, with that as well, what you just said about the whole lyrical optimism. And that is a message that we need right now. Um, I am also always on board with a message of gratitude and uh, a positive outlook That is nice. And I am also, in general, actually very happy that Xandria is back. Mm -hmm. Because even though it might still be the same and might not be <laughs> changing as much as I would wish, we really need symphonic metal in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a warm-up for the Stream of Passion comeback. <laughs> yes, I already have my tickets for that Stream of Passion comeback concert. <laughs> um, I am super excited. I, I can still wait for it to be September because I'm also excited about uh, summer festivals this year. And also to go back into the into my critique of, of symphonic metal in general, right? I stopped paying attention to Nightwish because I wasn't too impressed by, by their latest album either. Epica also didn't impress me a lot and make me super happy with their last album either. I would hope for some variety and new elements coming into symphonic metal if it wants to prevail as a genre. 
but we for that to happen we do need the 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 good bands from the genre to stay alive and to keep doing it and for those musicians with all those experiences to keep making music so yeah the wonder still waiting is actually a pretty cool comeback yeah yeah i would say that too that's a great album for a comeback it has New aspects, but you can still say that it's Xandria. That would be my conclusion. <laughs> totally. Yes, people out there, let us know what you think about this bonus episode. <laughs> yes, and by now you will have already attended Xandria's um, release concerts. If you were there, leave us a comment. Tell us how you like them. Or maybe you already saw them last year on their short uh, Euro tour. Um, tell us how you like them. How's their live comeback? And stay tuned for more of our special episodes that we are that are going to be coming out every month. Next month, we already know what we're discussing, don't we? Yeah. I guess we're going to talk about the Spirit Box album. Are we? I thought the new In Flames. Oh, yeah, we can also do In Flames, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so much. And um, I'm pretty sure you like Sandria when you listened until here. So uh, stay thrilled for our interview with them. I am looking forward to asking them all the questions that that we have now <laughs> by talking about the album. Yes, it's going to be a great chat. Thanks, everybody, for listening and see you in a few weeks or, well, kind of. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. bye.